Hey everybody, it's Mrs. Gillespie. And Mr. Hosini. Welcome to today's episode of In the Middle Of. Every day, we're going to give you a different scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of. So, sit back, get comfortable, pour yourself a nice cup of coffee. Or just grab some fruit. And here we go. Good day to our listeners. Good day. It sounds very formal. It is. It is. It is very formal. <laughs> Good day to you, kind sir. Thank you. Good day to me. Okay. Uh, right now, a lot of people are focusing on pets, and we've been able yes. to hear from lots of kids, uh, new pets at home, uh, and been seeing stories on social media and on the news about animal shelters being empty because yes. pets are being adopted and brought into homes and, and they are a wonderful part of people's homes now and helping them through this. So today, this here's what I want to find out about. Mm. Um, for you, Mrs. Gillespie, what's it like What's it like for you being in the middle of... No, I lost it. <laughs> it's, it's just with a pet, right? Yeah. Being in the middle of a pet owner... Sure. I don't know. Sure. A, a pet experience. Yeah. I don't know. Pet horror stories. Yeah. Pet well. Wonderful pet stories. So here's the thing. My experience with pets probably does veer towards the horror story side of things as opposed to the wonderful side of things. I am not a huge animal person. I don't not like animals, but I also wonder if maybe my childhood experience with pets has contributed to the fact that I'm not an animal person now. So... I think I have I have two pet stories that come to mind. I did not have lots of pets as a kid. We started out with the good old hamster. As a kid, you had one? As a kid, I had a hamster. I had three, actually. Not at the same time. So hamster number one. Um, trying to remember. It, uh, I think that was the one that, like, it maybe died fairly quickly. Number one and two. Um, bit the bullet quite naturally. I remember one of them quite had, na- naturally. You just like, didn't. You just I say didn't it? stop feeding it, or oh. it didn't get eaten by a cat. Like it just, you know, died. Old age. I, maybe. Natural? I don't know how to tell how old a rodent is. So anyway, had a hamster. It died. Got another hamster. It had kind of like this sore, this wound, and it didn't do so well. It died as well. So it came came with the sore from the pet store? Yeah, or developed. I don't know. I was little. It's all fuzzy. Yeah, I may have caused the wound. I can't <sighs> Maybe. remember. No, it wasn't me. Hamster number three. I do remember my hamsters were a little bit of escape artists as well, which my parents did not love. So one of them definitely escaped from the cage often and was found in like chewing in like the magazine rack next to my parents' bed while they were sleeping. But I digress. These are not the big part of Hang the story. Hang on. So. Maybe I didn't hear that. <laughs> Your parents found it dead in the magazine Not rack? dead. Alive. Like, oh. woke to it, like, oh. like, chewing it had escaped. Oh, I see. Yes. So, said hamster lived in the spare room. This is important. This is an important detail. Between my room and my parents' room was the spare room. The hamster lived in the spare room. And... I loved my hamster, though I would say maybe I, maybe like some kids wanted the pet more than I actually wanted to play with it once I had the pet. And how much do you play with a nocturnal rodent? Anyway, so had my hamster, it had its wheel, it had its ball, it would go around the house in. And one day, sure enough, we go into the spare room to get the hamster and it is stiff and just laying there lifeless. I was very upset. I had to be maybe nine years old, eight or nine, and my beloved hamster was dead. 
And so I insisted to my dad, we were going to the backyard. We were going to have a funeral for the hamster. Um, I can remember like digging a little grave. And while my dad is holding the hamster, I think one of us is saying a few words, the hamster starts moving. <laughs> and my dad freaks out a little bit that the hamster is moving in his hand. And I am thinking this is an answer to my prayers. A miracle has happened. God has given me my hamster back. What we learned was that the spare room, we kept the heat off and it was actually cold enough in there that it went, I didn't know a hamster could like hibernate. Like it went into some sort of form of hibernation. And so it wasn't actually dead. So, I mean, this was, this was exciting news. Obviously, especially for your dad who's right? holding it. Who brought it back to life with the warmth of his hands. Mm. Um, so then I was very excited. Hamster goes back in the cage. Everything is great. I don't know how much time passed, but I do remember that at some point the same thing happened. Go same in there. Same hamster? Same hamster. Okay. And he is now laying lifeless and stiff again. And my dad's like, Shan, I think, like, I think this is it. And I was like, absolutely not. He is just hibernating. This hamster is fine. Everything is okay. And we left him in that cage long enough that he changed colors and started to smell <laughs> before I acknowledged that maybe this time he wasn't hibernating. Or it was just a super deep hibernation. <laughs> super deep, right? It was level two. I hope we didn't bury him alive. Well, there's only one way to find Ooh. out. So that was kind of my first experience with pets. Then the only other pet I had growing up was a cat which I'm allergic to. We didn't know I was severely allergic to cats until, mm, spoiler alert, the cat died and my cold went away. And we were like, oh, maybe not a cold. Um, but it's a good story because I can remember I had to be 10, maybe 10 years old. And I remember my mom saying to my dad over and over again, Dallin, we should get a cat. And he's like, we are not getting a cat. Come on, let's get a cat. We are not getting a cat. I remember him leaving for work one day and mom turning to me and saying, get your coat. We're going to get a cat. <laughs> and so we went, we got a cat. He comes home from work. We have this cat. And what he, did your dad say when he came home? Well, my dad's very like, he's pretty easygoing and chill and kind of passive. So I'm sure he wasn't impressed with it, but it's not like... He throws a temper tantrum about mm -hmm. anything. I do remember that he negotiated that as part of the deal of this disobedient cat's arrival, he got to name the cat. So my dad is very into cycling. Uh, at the time, I grew up watching the Tour de France and you know riding the back of his tandem and those sort of things. And so he named the cat Campagnolo after a brand <laughs> of Italian bicycle parts. So we called it Campy for short. Um, but it was a horrible, horrible cat. It was not kind. It was not cuddly. It was not friendly. And shortly after we got the cat, we adopted my brother Josh from Haiti. And that cat got mean. So mean. Even worse? Even worse. It was antisocial, kind of rude, teenage girl don't mess with me cat before. It became serial killer, I hate the world cat afterwards. And its favorite thing to do was to sit on the dining room chairs under the dining room table. So the chairs were pushed in, it was under the dining room table, and you'd think, oh, it's just resting. No, no, it was laying in wait. So while you walked, anytime you walked past the dining room table, the cat would jump out from the chair, claws out at your head. 
And as a 10, 11 year old, I was the perfect height that it just launched at my head all the time. <laughs> it was so mean. So I didn't really have like this wonderful cuddly cat experience either. And then it Did started... you get it as a kitten? I can't remember. No, it wasn't a kitten. So you didn't even get the kitten no. cat experience. And I don't know if it was like previously traumatized or it just got traumatized in our house. Like maybe it didn't like its name. It knew dad never wanted it. I don't know. But then it definitely didn't like the attention that went to Josh. And then it got so mean. And then it definitely went outside sometimes. Or I don't know if it went out or ran away. But then it came back and then it barfed up blue stuff. And we figure it ate antifreeze somewhere oh, no. in the neighborhood. And then it died. Oh, no. It's but I unfortunate used to, end. for like a long time after the cat died, I would flinch walking past the dining room table because I was so used to like preparing for the fact that it might jump out of me. It was my version of like us scaring you all the time. Oh, I, I, I'm, I don't get scared about stuff. So I'm yeah. not sure what that means. And then after that, really, I got married and we had fish for a little while. We did have one fish that... Uh, kept jumping out of the bowl and landing on the kitchen floor no matter what we would try to do and it just I don't I just don't seem to have a good track record with pets what happened to the fish did it finally jump out until it never got back yeah like there was a few times that it jumped out and we would notice it like we were home and then I think one day it jumped out and we were at work so by the time you found the fish on the kitchen floor like but I can't help it I mean like stay in your bowl you know yeah that was not can't say that was your fault no so do you guys have pets now (sighs) well Gabby has guinea pigs which I'm also allergic to um and she of course of course Murphy's Law says I would have a child who loves animals with a fierceness that is just I don't even understand. Like Elmira level of <laughs> loving <laughs> yeah. animals? But like, she's so good with animals. Even as a ti- like a toddler, she could like lay down next to a dog and just suit, like she's never been jumpy. She just loves to let them like lick her face all over. She loves animals. So she's been begging for an animal forever. And though I like dogs and wouldn't mind a dog, I feel like we're not home enough to do a dog justice. So it's more for the dog's sake that I don't feel like we're a dog family, um, though she would love to have one. So we negotiated a guinea pig. Um, She wanted a lizard. She saved up her money until I found out you had to feed them like live food, miss them twice a day. Their tanks needed to be two different temperatures to keep them alive. I was like, no way, man. Uh, But found out guinea pigs are cuddlier than hamsters and not nocturnal. Hmm. So she saved up all her own money, uh, got the first guinea pig two summers ago, I guess, named it Oreo, bought a second guinea pig in a moment of weakness last summer. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) So then we have Oreo and then we bought coconut. Coconut's crazy. So we have two guinea pigs, neither of which I really love. They're kind of cuddly and cute, but now that we've discovered I'm super allergic to them, I can't... I can't snuggle with them either. So it sounds like pets. It's a very different experience between parents and kids when it comes to pets. Oh, and now I you've agree. lived both, yes, both sides. Yes, I have, and I would still say I'm I'm not an animal person. But what about you? I mean, recently, I've learned a little bit more about you and your experience with animals that maybe maybe the rest of us don't see as terrifying animals I, I love I love animals I don't yeah. think there's anything really to find all out. animals or are there I, I of course I love all animals equally I'm, I'm more comfortable around some animals mm, mm-hmm. 
mice I'm not that great around. So, so tell us about this. Where there's, I, I don't know where it stems from. I don't need to try and discover. But there's just there's something about mice that that I'm not okay with. <laughs> I am like I'm not comparing myself size wise or even wisdom wise. I'm like an elephant. You know, you see the cartoons yes, and the yes. elephant is freaking out About from that mouse. tiny little mouse. Yes, I saw you freaking out from a tiny little mouse. And I don't, I don't know why. And I like, I know that some people freak out around spiders mm. or, or other little insects. That's because that, spiders are gross and terrifying and all those legs. Sure. Yeah. And, and so they don't freak me out whatsoever. <laughs> and, 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 but I've never been like, oh, you people, why are you so afraid of spiders or anything like that? Mm -hmm. I get it that people are afraid of some things and they can't even describe why because I'm like that with mice. So if I see a mouse out of the corner of my eye, <laughs> I freak out. I will jump up on things. I will yelp. I will try to get away. Tuck your pants into your socks to make sure they can't run, run up, up your my pant, pant leg. leg. Exactly. I know it's maybe not a reasonable fear, but it's still it's still there. Anyway, I'm not that great with mice. Horses are the same. <laughs> Yeah, and my my wife and her her mom and her family they're horse people, and so I've been around horses a lot. But every time I go up to a horse, they look at you with those big giant eyes, and their lips do this on their teeth, and I always think that they are just getting ready to bite me, huh. and a horse bite would hurt. That's, so yes, and and have you ever seen their big powerful legs? Yes. I, I give them a wide berth when I walk uh, around that's a horse. Probably smart. I I think they're gonna buck and kick me. Yeah. Or they're gonna bite me, and it makes me a little bit scared. But I also try to look confident because I don't want them to see see so the can't, fear like, in smell me. The fear. Yes, because then they'll chomp me and then they'll wink at me. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain animals that seem a little bit terrifying. Uh, we spent quite a few summers visiting like uh, Cape and Ray on Thetis Island for our church family camp. Oh yes. And the llama or the alpaca llama. or whatever. Yes. We just called them crazy eyes because that whole rectangle pupil thing is also messed crazy. up. If like you have goat. never Googled that, you need to Google it. It's crazy. I can still remember just walking and like it creep up next to you. And there's, I mean, there's a fence, but they're so tall and they're so big. And then suddenly crazy eyes is right there. And I think I still remember we were playing some sort of youth group game. We were running down the path at Cape and Ray and my friend Kristen tripped and she rolled down the side and underneath one of the fences and she stood up and suddenly I was on one fence, one side of the fence and she was on the other side of the fence and we realized she was on the side with crazy eyes and there was like barbed wire. We didn't know if it was electric <laughs> and we were freaking out. It was all fine. And I did recently hear that Crazy Eyes maybe has passed away. Oh, that's Rest too in bad. Peace, Rest eyes. in peace, Crazy but Eyes. He was crazy. Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm, I, I love animals, and all animals are great. And I know that different people have different comfort levels. Mm -hmm. But I grew up around animals, uh, and my 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 farm experience growing up as a kid, uh, we always had animals around. My dad never really let animals in the house so we had farm dogs but they never really came in but we had a, a wonderful loving dog named Bruno uh, that was that was a black lab and he was just the most special dog ever because I was a kid mm -hmm. and we had we had lots of other animals too um, uh, and my dad tried to populate the farm with animals so he it was it was a farm it was an orchard and ground crop and he he had um, 
ponds dug out. He started a trout farm there. So there was a wide variety of, of things that were farmed there, but he wanted other animals there. So in the summers, he would peddle the fruit. He would pick it fill the semi full and drive out to Alberta and sell it. And then he'd come back and do the same thing. And one time he came back and I was too young to know this. So I just hear stories from my mom. But one year he came back, she said he opened the back of the trailer, the semi trailer, and it was like <laughs> Noah's Ark. She said all of these animals just started coming out of this semi trailer. And like what kind of animals? Ducks, chickens, <laughs> lambs. I believe there were large animals. I don't think there was a cow in there, but there were horses. There was all just I say loose together. In they the were back all of together in from Alberta, driving all the way all the way back to BC to the Okanagan <laughs> in a semi trailer with no windows. It had it was a reefer unit, so it had air that would circulate through. But could you imagine oh, riding in the back? Anyway, so my dad tried to populate the farm. So we had animals around us yeah. all the time, and. And so I'm, I guess I like, I'm comfortable around animals, but yeah. there are some, for some reason, I just, just, I don't, I don't love, I don't love them all the way. We had fish. My wife and I had fish too. It was one of our first little uh, animals that we should, yes. that had as, as a couple. And they were wonderful and fun until the one morning when we came out and looked in the fish tank <laughs> and we couldn't find most of the fish. Did and so, one eat them? Well, we, uh, we, there was one that was just like, Hey, what's up? I'm just, I'm still here. Pay attention to me. And then we were cleaning out the fish tank one day and I took the little castle out and you know what was under there? Bones. Fish heads. <gasps> fish heads and then their spines. Oh my goodness. So one fish was, was just going around and eating all the other ones. And so my wife let him go for a swim in the toilet. She's like, I'm done with wow. fish. I'm done with fish. Yeah, yeah, anyways. Animals. They're just <laughs> They're lovely they're and, and thing, awesome. They're, and I, they're I, better I, in the wild. And I do think like when you were talking about the horse and the fact that you like try to be all confident and like there's something about animals being able to like smell your fear mm -hmm. or different things. And I feel like animals know I'm not a huge fan. So in general, they are attracted to me. Dogs, cats, they want to sit on my lap. I'll go to friends' houses and their cats are constantly crawling on me. And they'll be like that cat doesn't like anyone. And I'm like, why me? And then I visit the Hughes and Daxter. Daxter has a thing with my feet. Likes to lick them a lot. <laughs> and it's weird. But animals, it's like they see me and they're like, you smell neutral. Nobody has laid claim to you. And I'm going to come spend some time with yeah, you. Yeah. It's like I'm like the proverbial fire hydrant. They all just want to pee on <laughs> to say like, no. Yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Mm. Well, dogs are wonderful, and Daxter's a, a, a very nice dog, and, and we've had a dog named Foxy for a long time. She's 12 years old, and and I love dogs. For for mm. me, dogs are are wonderful and fantastic, and and we will have dogs as, as a family. We'll have mm -hmm. dogs for a long time, but all the other pets, not for me. I, I'm going to say, mark my words right now, I don't think, <laughs> now I'm backing down already. No, mark my words, we will not have any kind of hamstery rodent oh. animals because I have a hard time with rodents. I can't wait to replay this for you one day. Not to mention- Mark my words. I'm buying Garrett a mouse for his birthday. It's not, it's not gonna live very long. This is the next one coming, right? This summer, yes. 
No. Yes. We've canceled all birthdays. Nope. Anyways. I'm going to start priming them now. Thank you, everyone, for <laughs> listening uh, and talking about animals. And, and I'm very curious to know if you have animals at home. But I think a, a fun conversation would be to talk to your parents um, and family members uh, that are older than you. What was it like for them as kids with pets? Um, a lot of a lot of your parents may have grown up on farms where they were they raised animals mm-hmm. and, and or in the back of a trailer or they Who knew? they had animals in the back of the trailer maybe. maybe you never know what kind of stories that you're gonna find out so if you hear anything awesome please share it with us uh, but that's it for us thank you very much for listening and say hi to your animals for us. Bye.